Hey readers, welcome to Your Bookstore Besties. We're your hosts, Rachel and Becky, best friends who met while working at an indie bookstore. We love chatting about all things books, and we're so happy that you joined today. Hi guys, welcome back once again to Your Bookstore Besties. I'm Becky. And I'm Rachel. Hello. Hello. All right, Rachel. Yes. What is your fun fact? Oh gosh. I was just telling Becky, so I'm always the worst with my fun facts. I have to like think of it literally 10 seconds before we start recording. (laughs) And so I was like, I have one, but I don't want to brag, but this and that, but whatever. I like bragging. So I obviously have, you know, a nice collection of books. Mm -hmm. Most of them are not worth anything, but um, my parents, when they went to New Orleans uh, last year, very kindly gifted me one of my most prized (gasps) book possessions. Um, it is a first edition of The Phantom of the Opera. Oh, my gosh. So that's one of my most uh, – it's one of the best gifts I've ever received. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Shout out mom and dad. Yeah, that's my fun fact. That's the most valuable book in my in my collection is – What year is that? Uh, I don't like know. 1820? <laughs> 1830? I know it's the 1800s. Wait. No. Wait. Early 1900s. Oh, okay, okay. That's That's really cool, though. Yeah, it, it was very surprising. Um, it doesn't have like the original dust jacket. It's Bummer. just it's just like the leather. Uh, it's not leather cloth bound, I guess. Mm-hmm, uh, but mm-hmm. but yeah, that's the most valuable book I have. It, even to the point where I asked um, Drew, who you mm-hmm. all heard last week, I was like, "How do I protect this?" He's <laughs> like, "Here's what you do." So that's my fun fact. Oh, cool. Well, uh, my fun fact, it's less of a fun fact than something that I did, but either my county or my city is like really well funded. (laughs) And um, so they had this like countywide or citywide like book swap. And so what you do is like a couple days. So it was this past Friday um, at the time of the recording. And um, the day before you take as many books as you want. Like the people behind me brought hundreds of books to swap out. So you like give them, they count out the books and they give you like these tickets for like, so if I brought, I brought a nine because like I got rid of a bunch of books before I moved. So I was just like stuff I knew I wasn't going to reread again. Mm-hmm. And I so I gave them nine books and I got tickets for nine books that I would get the next day. And so the event started at 8 a.m. Like they would let people inside the actual room at 8 a.m. But it's like in a community center. So they opened the doors at 7 a.m. for you to go into the building. And it was freezing. It was in the 20s. Well, oh, yeah. No. And that's cold for Georgia. So like I got there like at 6.45 a.m. And so that I could get there. And I was like within the first like 50 people. And there was like hundreds of people there. So I get in. So I get in, go in the room at 7 and I'm waiting. And so like the t- the time between like 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. before you can actually go in and get your book swap, they have like free Chick-fil-A for you, free coffee. Um, oh, my god! Yeah. And then they have like these um, like raffle prizes. So as soon as you enter, you get a raffle ticket. And just like between the hour of like 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. before they let you in. They like, you win prizes. Like there were Chick-fil-A like gift certificates. <laughs> there was Chick-fil-A Chick-fil-A gift certificates. chicken biscuits and <laughs> gift certificates. Yes. And then like other local businesses. My ticket got called and I won like a, a foldable chair. 
I know it was like so random but one of the other ones you could win was like 15 minutes early inside the room to get like books so it was just like really really fun and I I was there alone but um I wish I was there with somebody that would have probably more fun I know I know it would have been so fun to do but um I got nine books and some stuff stuff I've been eyeing I I wanted to read is it TJ Clunes the house of the cerulean hill or cerulean mountain the house in the cerulean (laughs) sea that's the one so I got that one and I've been wanting to read Trevor Noah's um, biography. Born so I grabbed, Yep, exactly. And then I have never owned, as much as I love Sarah J. Mass's Akatar series, A Court of Thorns and Roses, I don't actually own them. I own the digital what? one. I know. I have the digital books. Huh? So I found the first <laughs> book of the series there. Is it? Wait, hold on. I have questions. Is yes. it the original hardback? It's not. No. No. Disappointing. Yeah. I know. I know. But anyways, all that to say, it was super fun. You know what's so funny about this? Um, mm-hmm. So we had our holiday party um, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so we went over to Drew's house. We exchanged our secret Santa gifts. We had dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a mini book swap, which is so funny. One of our coworkers suggested it. Uh, shout out Dana. And we swapped books a little bit. And Drew let us go up to his um, like library. And he was oh, like, yeah, yeah you, can, you can pick some stuff you know to to take home and whatever Wait, like you could friends. take a book from his library yeah well not his like personal collection but like more like books that he got from the store or oh, copies okay. or stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and um i i took out my flashlight and i was like looking in the back <laughs> i found a sarah j moss crescent city arc <gasps> oh my gosh and i was like holy crap and i already have one because i was gifted one previously mm-hmm. but Mackenzie, shout out Mackenzie. uh doesn't have one and i was like i so i i shouted down the stairs i said drew (laughs) he was like what and i was like uh why do you have this and he was like oh because so and so gave me it to read and i said okay uh can can we have it and he was like yeah i guess so (laughs) it's now mckenzie's um which is really cool but uh, this long-winded story is because i got an arc of house in the Cerulean sea from his collection. oh no kidding yeah so That's we so should cool. like read it together oh my gosh we should read it together that i've would been be putting really fun. it off for years but yeah i really want to read it um, oh my gosh Anyways, so that's our that's our long-winded fun fact <laughs> that was like a six minute fun fact um it's fine it's fine I want to know what you're reading right now because before we got on the call, she's like, okay, I'm going to just like, while you're doing your thing, I'm going to read my book because it's so good and I'm really excited about it. So I wanted to hear on the podcast. I don't know what she's reading. What are you reading? Okay. So first of all, my reading plans, obviously, um, we're going to read In Order to Live. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't started that yet, but I've pulled it off my bookshelf in anticipation. Mm -hmm. Um, And some people have said that they're going to read it. So I'm very excited about that. Mm -hmm. The other one I'm going to read with my friend Amanda is called Dating Dr. Dill. Oh, that's like a cartoon cover. It's like a romance, right? Yeah. Cartoon Uh romance cover. Yeah. Which I think if you like Pride, Prejudice, and other flavors, it sounds kind of similar because like Mm -hmm. neurosurgeon, you know, Mm -hmm. doctor thing, whatever. And they're um, they're like South Asian, right? I think so. Yeah. Without looking, yes. But the book I'm reading right now, which I started two days ago, and I'm already 410 pages in. Oh, that's a long book. It's out of 451, so Ooh, I'm almost done. She's almost done. Okay. Um, and things are getting really good. Um, it's called <laughs> The Serpent and the Wings of Night Ooh. by Clarissa Broadbent. Okay. Now, I came upon this because TikTok said 
if you love A Court of Mist and Fury and you've never found a book that even lives up <gasps> anything close to it, read this book. Oh my gosh. And I said, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And then, uh, you know, our owner, Drew, buys us each a book for Christmas. And so I bought this one and I ordered it. It came from Tennessee. I waited a whole, you know, 10 days. It came and I was like, okay, well, I'll just start it and let's see what happens. And then literally a day and a half later, I'm almost finished and it's really good. I don't know if it's to your taste as much as Akamath is uh-huh. because it does involve kind of a Hunger Games type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which Hold on. What's the name? I'm putting it in my Goodreads right now. What's it called? The Serpent and the Wings of Night. Serpent and the Wings of Night. I'm putting it in my... So basically it's about this human girl who's adopted by this um, nightborn vampire king. Um, And so she kind of has to fight to prove herself. She's a human in a world that's not designed for humans. Mm -hmm. Um, And her chance to, you know, increase her status is to enter this... um, thing called the Kajari and which is like something akin to the Hunger Games where you have to mm-hmm. fight to survive through different trials. So if you like the Akatar mm-hmm. trials, it's very similar. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and then she meets a vampire who's also in the trials who, you know, brooding, strong, um has a devastating past, helps her, saves her life, this and that. And there's like some political intrigue. So like, <gasps> if you liked the Cruel Prince, if you like uh-huh. Akamath, if you like Hunger Games, it's like a marriage of the three to me. Okay, I'm um, here for it. I'm very excited. Now it depends how this one ends because mm-hmm. I'm gonna need to know how it ends. But it's the first of a series, and it was just published in August. So you're gonna oh, have to no. wait for the second one. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be in pain. I'm gonna be in so much pain. But it's fine. So that's what I'm reading and planning to read. What about you? Um. So funny because like i also get like you know the the bookstagram suggestions if you like a court of thorns and roses you'll like this and so i picked up this book and i did not have high hopes for it because i've read quite a few that were like if you like this you'll like this but it's called a fate of wrath and flame by k.a tucker um have you read read that one no it's on my list so it's basically about a woman named romaria and she's uh, living in new york and she kind of grew up on the streets she's like she steals she kind of works with a mob to steal just like things from high profile people but she comes across a woman named sophie who's like basically at gunpoint is like i need you to steal such and such because my husband is going to die if you don't and so she's basically forced to do it but what you don't know is that she's sent to another like world like a fantastical world with fantastical beings <laughs> i don't even know how to <laughs> just describe it without i don't want to ruin it um yeah. but it i really there's layers and layers and layers of it. Like I'm so confused as to like where she's at right now, how it's going to connect to the story of the woman whose husband is dying. Like, I don't know how they connect yet. Um, so obviously there's all these layers to the story. This is very exciting to me. I know. I am so excited about this book. It's been on my list. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, um, I think it's going to be a good one because usually like when I read these kind of fantasy books, they're like, if you like Sarah J mass, they're usually like super lame. Wait, can I tell you something? It. Yes. I literally am on Goodreads right now looking at it. Uh-huh. And under the readers also enjoyed, it's literally the book I just talked about. Oh, really? Yeah. Serpents in the Wings. Oh, I bite. see it. I see it. Yeah. The Serpent in the Wings. Oh, my gosh. Okay, cool. Okay, well. Okay, well, I, it sounds like we're reading very similar books right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it. Anyways, so actually this podcast is not about 
fantasy or well, kind of we're we're going to be talking about like graphic novels and that genre of books yeah, um manga, so that's a manga manhwa web to all of those things we're going to be talking about today the visual novel Yes, the visual, which I think like graphic novel is not even like a great way to describe this genre. What do you think? I mean, so we can talk about kind of the progression of why it exists and how, Mm -hmm. because like when you think of graphic novels, I don't know what most people picture who don't Mm -hmm. read graphic novels, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's... It's kind of like I feel like our parents would know what comics are. Yes, yes. They would know like I I, I feel like I would get the question, is it a comic book? Which like depends what you see as a comic book. Is a comic Mm -hmm. book just a book with pictures that's mostly, you know, Mm -hmm. but they are different. So you can talk a little bit about uh, the progression, if you will, of why it exists. Yeah, I mean. I, I'm not like a historian or anything, so this is just. Uh, of course, you just, are. <laughs> this is just Becky's musings, but like I know, growing up, I would read like the comic section in the newspaper. So in my head, comics meant funny things, and they were just like these short things that you would read in the newspaper. Um, and then obviously, like there were the comics of like Superman, you know, Marvel, your DC. And so in my head, I was like, okay, that's like not something I'd ever be interested in. And then as I got to like middle school and high school, I saw people who were reading manga. And I just thought that was, I was like, oh, you guys can't read. So you have to like read picture books. And I didn't like care for the art style very much. And I was like, so in my head, I had just like passed it off as like something dumb people do. (laughs) Which is so embarrassing. Oh my gosh, I that's I know. so judgmental. I Becky. know, I know, and I apologize. Okay, but I was like, <laughs> come on, I was a teenager. Uh, actually, yeah. you know, I would say even into my twenties, I was just like, ugh, graphic novels. Like, why? What's well, why would you just they didn't read a novel to you? Yeah, particularly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, and so I had this misconception about what they were, and that they were like these lame stories um, that I would never be interested in. And so actually what changed my mind is, so on Instagram, I started getting ads for this, there's an app called Webtoons and it basically hosts a bunch of graphic stories, if you will, I guess is a great way to say exactly what it is. And so I kept seeing these ads for the story called Lore Olympus and all of the ads were just like beautiful artwork. You know, it's about, it's a retelling of Hades and Persephone, the Greek Greek story. And I kept seeing these ads and I was just like, this looks really cool. So I downloaded Webtoons and I started reading Lore Olympus and I just like binged it. And I was like, okay, like this is, this is like legitimate storytelling. Like it's uh, beautiful artwork. Yeah. It was, I was just like so surprised that this was out there (laughs) and that it was something that appealed to me because like not, I, I had this misconception that all the artwork kind of was just like that manga style. And like, to me, that doesn't really appeal to me or the ma- the manga manhwa style. It's just like, no, it's, it's not really it for me. Uh, but this was just like totally different. And I just fell in love with it. And then I started subscribing to all these other stories that I found on Webtoons, which we'll get into that, like this kind of stuff that we're reading. Uh, yeah. But that's just like, just wanted to talk a little bit about any misconceptions, you know, people might have about wanting to get into like a graphic novel. Yeah. And also what we're saying um whoever is out there who doesn't know what manga is manga is specifically japanese um art style uh graphic novels or comics mm-hmm. um so and manhwa is korean so just so you know these little terms that we're throwing out there but i it's funny because i was one of the people who in middle school i would read manga 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. Um, but back in 2008, 2007, I read manga at school. Um, I found people in my class uh, who also liked manga and anime. Shout out Casey. Um, <laughs> and I it was definitely not considered cool at the time. It, like mm-hmm. if you read manga, you were a loser, basically. Mm-hmm. I read it for a couple years. And then once I got to high school, I kind of went for other books, but I still a little bit would read manga. And also for you know, our listeners, manga sometimes is adapted into television, just oh, like yeah. mm-hmm. regular books are adapted into TV and movie. So, you know, a bunch of manga that was, you know, is published past 10 years or still being published is also, you know, being created into anime as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has huge following. And I feel like in the past couple of years has really blown up a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the reason we talk about it today is like at our store particularly it was so hard to get manga in for months and months Mm, oh yeah because of the popularity because of you know supply chain because of that so to where the point is now that we are trying to redo our manga section now that we can get access to all these titles we want to kind of bulk it up because there's kids who come in just for manga Mm -hmm. yeah kids adults whatever i would say it's mostly teens but yeah it doesn't have to necessarily be only teens but our graphic novel section and our manga section are side by side (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and our graphic novel section we're actually going to shrink a little bit to make way for more manga we ordered about 150 new titles Mm -hmm. um to bulk up the manga section and now our store has pops uh like funko pops Mm -hmm. so some of them involve the manga or anime as well so it's we're we're trying to adapt to to what the people want, and the people want manga. They want manga. Um, a funny story about manga. Like I said, it's it's a Japanese art form, right? Mm-hmm. If you've never held a manga book, you're gonna pick it up and you're gonna be confused because yes, yes. manga is read from the back cover to the front cover. It's mm-hmm. read backwards. It's read uh, right to left instead of left to right. So this woman comes up to me one day, and this is like before we moved in July. So it's at our old store. So the manga mm-hmm. section was right next to the counter, and she says, uh, "Excuse me." this book is damaged and i said <laughs> i said oh you know I, I i get out from behind the counter i go over and she's like this book is just not right um do you have a, a like a different copy and i look at it and, and i was like what's wrong with it she's like well it's backwards and her <laughs> her daughter is there she's pr- maybe 14 and her daughter knows about anime and all that stuff i, I looked at the lady i was like Ma'am, this is this is like how it's supposed to be. It's it's right to left. She's like, now why would they do that? You know, <laughs> it's just like, oh come on. But yeah, it's <laughs> she was. Uh, after I explained it to her, she was like, oh that makes sense. And her daughter was like, see, I told you, mom. You know all that. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So let's talk about kind of what we like in the genre because it's not something I read all the time. Mm-hmm. But when I do, I have a couple that I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I so like I said, I read a lot on webtoons, and um, they actually so it's basically I don't how do I describe webtoons? Basically, so it, it's an app, and the, the one I have is free. Um, there are tons of apps that host these kind of graphic novel stories on them. I think Monta is one. I've thought about getting that one, but that one costs money um, per month. Webtoon specifically, it's really interesting how the stories are laid out because they're almost like a TV show and that they're seasonal. Or, sorry, 
I need to get my thoughts. Episodic? Episodic. Yes. They're, they are episodic. So they would update once a week. So I follow these stories that like come out on Sunday or Monday. And if I have money, I can pay and read three, three episodes ahead, but I am a poor person. So I wait till they are released. <laughs> so you're like, patient and poor. Yes, exactly. Patient and poor. But if you're a wealthy person, you can read ahead for some money. <laughs> um, but they're also like seasonal as well. So there'd be like season one and then they will go on a hiatus as they're working on and writing, you know, the episodes for, you know, the next season. But uh, so a couple of the ones I really like are on hiatus, but uh, I just wanted to talk talk about uh, my top three that I just like love and I go back to um, and yeah. I mentioned Laura Olympus which is really really beautiful art style like I'm obsessed with it just like how beautiful it is is that still being created or is mm-hmm. it yep finished? it's no she's okay. still still writing cranking them out yep still cranking them out so that one actually has books that I think there's three books out so it's not quite caught up to the, like what she's written on is Web-tunes. it three I think it's three pretty sure really i think so i'm doing research okay she's gonna fact check me here yeah volume three came out in october okay yes yes so um like i said it's a retelling of hades and persephone and the gods live in this very modern society you know above earth and earth is still very like ancient greece so it's like the gods have like cell phones and internet and so like they're living up there with all this technology and the mortals on on earth are um ancient greek so it's just really interesting to see the two societies as they like come and go to the human world but really really beautiful story really like it if you like a love story between you know the greek gods very fun and then uh one of my favorite favorite favorites uh webtoons is called cursed princess club have you read that one no i haven't heard of it so it's really really fun really funny and it deals with like the major themes of like self-worth kind of thing so it's set in like this fantastical land and there are three sisters who are princesses and they're betrothed to three princes um, of like a nearby land and the oldest sister she's like gorgeous and can sing and talk to animals they love her and the second one like plants love her and she's like a warrior (laughs) kind of girl and the third sister her name is Gwen she's the youngest but she's really ugly like it's very obvious she's a very ugly girl but like she her her father has kept her away from other people so she doesn't know she's ugly and her family loves her and they support her so she like has really great self-esteem until they meet their betrothed and she overhears the one she's betrothed to say that she's ugly so all of a sudden yeah so all of a sudden she has this like complex and she like has spirals into like this self-worth kind of um stuff that she's struggling in and she meets a, some women in the forest called the Cursed Princess Club, and they're all princesses from all over the land from their own kingdoms, and they all have weird curses. Like one woman is kind of like a Pinocchio; her her nose grows when she lies. Another woman has like lobster hands, like that's her curse. Another one turns into a bird when she gets really scared. But like when I say it's hilarious, like I laugh so much, but it also is like really meaningful and just like so beautiful. Um, but I always get really excited on Mondays when that gets released. It's oh, such I a good story. I didn't know that about you. That's cute. I love it. Yeah. Um, another one is called, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, right but When Hossie Whistles. And this one is set in Par- Paraguay. And it's based mm-hmm. on like I don't know if it's Mayan lore. I don't know who was there. I know it's so ignorant of me, but old like 
Paraguay lore, and it's set in the 90s about like this young woman named um, Hela who is just trying to keep her tribe together in like you know modern times. Like she has a, a tribe in the mountains, but you know it's the 90s, so there's like her friend has like a cassette tape kind of thing. And while she's there, she meets a demigod named uh, Hase Hatere. And he's like an ancient demigod from like the lore of that region, basically. And she basically has to go on this quest with him to a magical world to, well, you don't know why, but basically he forces her to go on this quest with her. And it's like a really, really cool story. And I really love that this is like a lore and a mythology that I don't know anything about. Um, So it's not like European, you know, that kind of thing. It's very like Paraguay based lore and i love it it's so so cool to see yeah and then the third one i wanted to recommend is if you know like archie comics this is in that Mm -hmm. universe and it's called big ethel energy so like there is archie (laughs) in it but ethel is a plus size woman who has to move back to her small town of riverdale to write a story Um, i think it's like a, a story of the town but she's been out and you know living in the big city for years uh, and she doesn't want to go back to her small town so it's like all about her being a plus size woman um, coming back and just like the the stories from her past and you know the people and falling in love and it's really really cute so that's like a very modern one there's no magic or anything like that but that's Aww. uh that's those are my a top wide picks. variety for exactly you. exactly what about you um, so I'll talk about the one that I have read a little bit on Webtoon. Now, I have mm-hmm. to be honest, I haven't finished it. That's okay. But what I've read was really great. And I want to get like the traditionally public because mm-hmm. it's been traditionally published and it's Let's Play. Oh, um, I wanted to read that. Which I know is a very popular one, but mm-hmm. it just appeals to me because I love video games. Yeah. Um, it's about a girl who makes like an indie game and this like YouTuber um reviews it on his channel and like basically Mm -hmm. tears it to shreds oh and then uh she walks out of her apartment and runs into her new neighbor and it's the youtuber (laughs) um so like i was instantly like yes yes i would like to read that so i haven't finished it but that one is one that i've read on webtoon Mm -hmm. um a little bit that i like i don't know Um, if that one's finished i think that one she might still be writing it i'm not sure i know that the first volume or two has come out traditionally published mm-hmm. um but i'm not sure about you know the whole se- the whole sequence mm-hmm. so that's my webtoon i guess of of the list my other ones skew very graphic novel mm-hmm. um now talking about manga there one there's ones i've read you know previously so like i now here's the thing all of these I haven't finished and I don't want to hear it because I'm bad at finishing series because finishing well, series you just mark is... it as read on your Goodreads. It's fine. Shut up, Becky. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. And plus with manga, there's different volumes. So if I've mm-hmm. read volumes one through three, it's fine. But anyways, so like I used to read Death Note. I used to read Orin High School Host Club. I used to read Vampire Night. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all like 2008 era. Yeah. I and my favorite manga is Full Metal Alchemist, which I have not finished either, mm-hmm. uh, but watched the show when I was younger. Um, so as far as manga, those are the ones I like. Now, there are some that kind of pique my interest. So the big ones that are super popular, um, Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Hero Academia. And um, gosh, what's that other one? 
spy family. So those are ones that I'm kind of have on my radar because they're so popular and I, I want to see what all the hype is about. So you, you will read them or you've started them? Um, I, I've read maybe one, like the first volume of each of those. Yeah. But ha- like we'll probably pick one to read. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or like it's kind of like the try a chapter, like you read a chapter of all your all the books you want to read and see which one you want to continue oh, with. Oh yeah, yeah, kind of that. I um, see. So the rest of these are graphic novels. Um, there is kind of an outlier on here that I really like that n- no one has heard of. Um, it's called now you know about this book because I made it a staff pick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Arrival by Sean Tan, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this is I would say I would describe it as an adult picture book. Mm-hmm. Basically, it is heartbreaking and it's told with no words so there's no words in the entire book it's just told through pictures so as a medium it is excellent in doing what it sets out to do which is tell a story in pictures because it doesn't need words Mm -hmm. for you to understand what's going on um it's about this man and his daughter they get on a ship and cross the ocean Uh, they it basically is about the immigrant experience and it is magical realism as well Mm -hmm. so it's kind of showing how it can be in a new place for people um using like fantastical elements uh one of the best books i've ever read like really it's it 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 took me like 20 minutes to read and i think about it all the time Mm. so i would i would recommend that one um so as far as graphic novels go one of my favorites is the tea dragon society oh that's such a pretty pretty cover yeah and k o'neill um they wrote three volumes. I don't know if you want to call them volumes because they're not labeled as that, but three volumes of the Tea Dragon Society. Mm-hmm. And the story they create is just so beautiful. It's so uplifting. It's like a warm, cozy hug. It's, you know, about these little dragons and it has tea and obviously mm-hmm. and they're in a society. <laughs> <laughs> no, that but one, like, isn't that one considered middle grade? I think you could consider it that. Yeah. And I do recommend it to, I would say, nine and up. But mm-hmm. as an adult, there's like layers of meaning you can get from it as well. Just fantastic. K. O'Neill is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. They have a new book coming out called The Moth Keeper that I have an arc of that <gasps> I am so scared because the beginning three pages like made me cry so i'm like i'm scared now but anyways that that one's a graphic novel too yep graphic novel Mm -hmm. as well um so i love that one some more illustration based books i like anything by sarah anderson she's the one who did um herding cats and sarah scribbles um and what was the other one oh gosh Uh, adulthood is a myth Mm -hmm. um just little cute cartoons. Same with Liz Climo. Climo, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. She does little animal-based doodles um, mm-hmm. and has a bunch of books. Also would recommend those for kids as well, but adults too. They're mm-hmm. just little comics. Um, I was going to say Lore Olympus, but you actually recommended that to me, so can't steal your pick. Um, <laughs> but, but you could did... st- still recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I, di- I did read Lore Olympus because of you, and mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. I will add that um, 
I picked up Lore Olympus and I read the first half of it and then I put it down for a month or so and then I finished it. And in that month, it was enough for me to forget the um, the trigger warning at the beginning oh, of the book, yeah, yeah. which um, I would take that very seriously because I don't think I've ever been so affected by something. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was because of the visual uh, mm-hmm. like nature of the book, but I would take that warning at the beginning seriously if you are reading it mm-hmm. and don't forget like I did because when I finished it I was like it caught me so off guard because I didn't remember the warning was there and then I was so mad I was like why would they not warn you and then I was like oh they did I just yeah. forgot yeah. I think one of my last ones um is gonna be a uh, tide song which I don't know if you why does that sound familiar I picked it um as a pick at the store it's by Wendy Zhu um, oh yes 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 mm-hmm. or shoe I don't know how to pronounce it I'm sorry um, but it's for fans of Studio Ghibli and oh, yeah. it is very reminiscent of like Kiki's delivery service which I mm-hmm. love so it's about a little witch and she wants to go to this magic school and uh, she basically meets this um, water prince like shifter i don't know what you would call him um and then she helps him you know get back to the sea because he's trapped on land Mm -hmm. and it's just really sweet and this was i believe wendy's debut um at the time like at least traditionally published so i really love that one it's very whimsical and fun most of the ones most of the ones i read are are whimsical and fun Mm -hmm. but that one specifically so are there any like that you've seen that you really want to read um i was just looking up um because i think that there might be this misconception that graphic novels are are for a younger audience but there are a ton of graphic novels that are memoirs um like one of the famous ones i think i think it might even be a banned book is is it mouse m-a-u-s yeah mouse Mouse, also persephilis is yeah i was just about to say persephilis is one i'd be interested in reading I have that one. Oh, do you I have that one? Yeah, hmm. I like. Have it. you read it? I have uh, years ago, years ago. Yeah. But I also um, pers- read Mouse as well. Oh, really? I don't want to read that. <laughs> it's that, yeah. That one's about uh, World War Two. It's like a an allegory. It's a guy's memoir, but it's an allegory where the Nazis are cats and the Jewish people are is it mice? Yeah. Um, but that one was like a bestseller of ours. Was it the independent? Yeah, because people tried books? to ban it in schools because they're oh, idiots. Yeah. Um, so, dumb. so, yeah, that one and should that, be like required reading in my opinion. But Yeah. And then Persepolis. Persepolis? Persepolis, yeah. Persepolis. That one is a memoir of a woman who escapes um, Iran, I believe, when, in, um, when she was between the ages of like six and 14. Um, during the Islamic Revolution, so that one looks really interesting. I did watch the movie that that was based off of, and it's the same style, so it looked really pretty. Okay, well, I mine are not so um, sad that mm-hmm. I want to read. I just want to read Heartstopper. <laughs> oh yeah, that's really popular. Um, because it's a show now. I really like the art style. I think it's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, it and also there's one called check please that um athena at the store really likes i don't want to give her credit Ugh, so annoying <laughs> just kidding. everyone's gonna think on this podcast that i hate athena when in reality we are such close friends that we just needle each other like this all day <laughs> but um yeah i would like to read that one too she talks about it a lot so what are both of those ones about 
you know, that's a good question. I haven't read them. Uh, so whatever I'm going to say is going to be like so general. Yeah. Um, Heartstopper is about two boys at school who fall in love. Mm-hmm. So it's a class setting. I believe they're in Britain, but it's apparently just a really cute romance. And Check, Please is a hockey romance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's something about hockey. Honestly, it just sounds cute enough. And the mm-hmm. cover was cute. So I was like, yeah, why not? I did don't buy that Check, Please, but I haven't read it yet Ooh, on Athena's okay. recommendation. <laughs> well, I I want to read it. We'll see. I don't know which ones of these are available online because honestly, I don't like buying graphic novels because they're so heavy and expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually try to read them online if I can, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but yeah. But I think that like wraps up our Yeah. If you guys read picks. graphic novels or webtoons, like let us know what you're reading or what you like or what you would recommend to other people who are maybe new to the idea of graphic stories. Yeah. Um, and so recommend a manga to Becky that she'll read. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> mind reading one, but they're all like volumes. Like do they have any standalone mangas? Yeah. I'm sure they do. You're sure they do. You don't know for sure though. I don't know for sure, but I'm sure they do. <laughs> Okay. What do you want from me? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in as always. Uh, we really appreciate all of our listeners. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at your bookstore besties. Please like, share, and subscribe so more people can listen. Have a beautifully bookish day.